Hey guys, this is Sam and Maki, two friends born in the U.S. and raised in African families pursuing wholeness, whatever that means. This is a podcast for us by us. So come take a seat at the table and let's chop it up. Welcome to another episode of Am I Whole Yet? This is your host, Sam. Unfortunately, today, Maki was unable to join us. But again, I have a wonderful guest. This is actually one of my really good friends. Um, Honestly, one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met. So pure hearted, so genuine. So I'm really excited to have her on. We have Hawa. Hi, boss guys. lady in the building <laughs> in due time in due time hey girl how are you i'm good how are you i'm so excited and i nervous. know isn't this so cool we like have seen each other grow up a little bit like pursue yeah. our personal journeys like you with your business and me with the podcast so it's it's right. just like it feels very full circle to have you on so true. I remember when it was just an idea and mm-hmm. I was like, Sam, when are you starting? Absolutely. <laughs> How it was definitely one of the people who put the pressure on about starting the podcast. Like you followed up with me and I was like, ma'am, relax. <laughs> I'm the accountable, accountability friend. Don't tell Absolutely. me you're going to do something and not, and do, not it. do it. Exactly. You're make sure you do it. She <laughs> would text me and be like, so podcast, um, have you done more research? Uh, have you looked into that? I'm like, wow. Okay. I love you too, sis. Thank you. I appreciate though. I appreciate that because yes, you believed like that. Right. You believed in my voice before I even believed in it. A lot of my friends were like pouring into me and really encouraging me to start it before even I felt the urge to start it. So I'm blessed. I'm thankful. You just have it in you. Seriously. Like you just have a way to make people feel good and comfortable to just Mm. open up, you know, and your voice is everything. Thanks. Stop everything it. you made me blush <laughs> appreciate you boo tell introduce yourself to the people who is Hawa also she is a boss lady okay she's an entrepreneur a mother a, a, a sister a daughter she does a lot she wears a lot of hats she also works a nine-to-five so please tell the audience about you who are you what do you do and yeah just give them a little bit of background on who Hawa is Oh, thank you so much for that wonderful intro. You're welcome. <laughs> so my name is Hawa. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, like Samantha said, I am a mother to an amazing five-year-old. Who Truly keeps me amazing. Busy. Yes. <laughs> um, it's like watching myself in a little human being. <laughs> Y'all are twins. It's crazy. Twins. She acts like me now. Oh, she so likes the cute. things I like. It's just Aww. like having a little mini you. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I'm also an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I own a business where I provide financial services such mm-hmm. as tax preparation, mm-hmm. bookkeeping, and credit repair. Um I kind of started on this whole entrepreneurship journey on accident. Yeah. Um, I know I talked. Don't, don't, don't give them too much about okay, it. We're going to okay. get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But, but yes. yeah, that's a little bit of, about how, uh, and today how I wanted to talk about 
<sighs> the journey to self love. I think it's I'm still I'm still on it. I'm still I feel like I'm still in the beginning of the journey even um right now in my life because even today I was at the dog park and on my way home I was reflecting on a relationship that I had lost 2 years ago like a friendship mm-hmm. and all I could feel inside me was like you're such a bad person you're such a bad person they picked someone else over you or they stopped being friends with you and it just made me think like I think it's really important for us to have a conversation about Mm self-love and what that looks like where we're at because one thing that I've always loved about you is that you are so loving you are so kind and I think the only way to really show up in that way is to also have that inside yourself so I was like who better to have this conversation <laughs> with than Hawa so thank you yeah that is, that's a good point I feel like self-love it's a journey that doesn't end never yeah you take two steps forward and then you somehow find yourself taking two steps back you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's a never-ending cycle you just mm-hmm. have to keep going keep going keep working at it exactly so that is that is a very good point what does what does self-love even like mean or like look like to you because let me give them let me give them the dictionary definition or the google definition of it so when i looked it up um on google it said regard for one's own well-being and happiness another one said Self-love is the belief that you hold that you are valuable and a wor- you are a valuable and a worthy person. An exa- an example of self-love is when you have a positive view of yourself and are confident in yourself and your place in the world. Mm-hmm. So that's what the definition is and I think through like media and you know like TV, social media, I think sometimes self-love can be it has so many different hats. It has so many different definitions, but like to you, what does self-love mean and look like? Self-love to me is loving who you are, loving Mm -hmm. all of you, Mm. the good, the bad, embracing your flaws. It's accepting all that you come with. So for me, it's, it's expressing gratitude for yourself. Mm. It's supporting or creating an environment um, that pushes you to thrive. Right. Without really needing other people to get you there. It's an inside job to me. It's internal. It's internal. Absolutely. And I love that. I love that. The accepting all of you, good, bad, and ugly, is truly the definition of self-love. Um. That's something that I'm still working on because I have a lot of baggage around like abandonment and rejection. And because of that, I've placed a lot of my self-worth in other people's ability to accept me or approve of me. And so that's something that I'm still working on undoing um, is relying on myself internally and also like really truly seeing my worth and my value as a person without having to do things for others just by being, 
Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something that I've re- worked really hard to to do and to unlearn in the past year or two because prior to this, I was very much like a people pleaser. I would bend over backwards to make others feel better. I would constantly suppress my, my emotion. I was constantly like just not be there for myself. I would rather be there for other people than to be there for myself. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be needed because being needed my, was my way of f- feeling loved. If I'm not needed, if I'm not useful, then I'm not going to be loved. If I'm just myself, if I just be, if I just exist, then I'm not going to be loved. And for me, it's taken building a relationship with God to really start to work on self-love. Because at the end of the day, God loves you just for being. He doesn't love you for what you do. It's just for being. So I think that's where I'm at with my self-love journey so far. That was so good. And knowing you, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I feel like you've grown so much. And mm, it, it might have taken you moving miles away. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I was lonely. I moved to Philly. I didn't know nobody. So and the only person I had was me. <laughs> and sometimes that's what it takes. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and really face all that you come with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that is so true. Um, I can say it's similar for me um, because naturally I am a giver. Mm-hmm. I find myself in situations where I'm always pouring into others Yeah. while I'm not really checking in with myself, putting other people's feelings in front of mine. So this yeah. can be relationships, friendships, family. And I think it just comes with, you know, growing up, mm. we're forced to grow up fast you know what i mean exactly and to give them background on that you are also from an african country yes and you are also from a muslim Muslim background so it's it's a double-edged sword double Double, i don't want to say a double-edged sword but it's layered very much so um and then it comes with, you know, trying to, to please your parents. Mm. You don't want to make them look bad. Right. You want to be the perfect child. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so naturally I am a giver. I pour into others without really expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like self-love comes from within. If you're happy with yourself, you don't really need, need it from others. But what I've come to realize, especially in relationships, it's kind of, I wouldn't say unfair because you kind of allow other people to treat you that way, Mm -hmm. you know? So coming to the realization like, hey, I deserve somebody to check in on me. Yeah. I deserve for somebody to to care for my feelings and my Mm. well-being the same way I care about theirs. Right. What do you feel like, how do you know when you, because like you said, you are someone that pours into other people a lot and I have Mm -hmm. noticed that about you. So how do you personally tell when you are pouring from an empty cup and when you're pouring from overflow? How can Mm. you tell? This is good. I had this conversation with one of my mentors one day and I this whole pouring from an empty cup thing. It didn't really click for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but she asked me a question. She said, where's your cup at now? Like right at that moment. And, and I just couldn't answer, you know, yeah. I don't I didn't know when my cup was full. I didn't know when my cup was empty. 
So I had to go on this journey to figure out when is my cup full? Mm-hmm. When is my cup empty? So that I can pour better into others. Because I feel like when you're whole, you're whole all around. Absolutely. Right? You become yeah. a better person for others. You show up in a better way. You yeah. show up, you show up from way. a place of like abundance, from a place of gratitude, from a mm-hmm. place of empathy. And yeah, you do show up from a better place when you're full. And I think yeah. at first I wasn't thinking that way. I'm just like, oh, this is normal. This is normal. But in reality, it's not normal. You know, you should know when your cup is full. You should know when your cup is empty. So I had to start having check-ins with myself. Um, and I think especially being a mom, being yeah. an entrepreneur, having a nine to five, you're constantly busy. You're constantly doing so much. You don't really have time to check in with yourself. So for me, I had to learn how to put time, time aside to check in with myself. How could you tell when you were when you were at a place where you had okay it's time to check in like what were the signs like for me for example like I get very irritable I get very critical I get very judgmental people's people's way of being starts to get on my nerves a little bit more Mm -hmm. like the little things and I'm like okay I need to check in I need to check in yeah for me it would just be like when I don't feel like doing anything Mm. like there's things I'm passionate about. I, there's just days I don't want to do anything. I don't want to bo- be bothered. I don't want to leave the house, you know. Yeah. I just want to take time for me. So it's like when I feel like, okay, I need some to fill up my cup, you mm-hmm. know. And filling up my cup doesn't have to be like this whole a week off, a time off, you know what I mean? It could just be an hour or 30 minutes of just sitting in my car yeah and doing absolutely nothing yeah but finding that so fulfilling just being with yourself just being with yourself and being quiet yeah I love that how uh, I was gonna say when you mentioned being a mom and an entrepreneur and all of that do you feel like or how do you feel like becoming a mom especially to a little girl how has that impacted your your journey with self-love I feel like being a mom has been one of the best things that has ever happened to me mm-hmm. in so many ways. I feel like it kind of gave my life a purpose again. Yeah. It's like I was never wild, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was never doing crazy in the streets. things. I was never in the streets, <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> I have African parents. You can't. They don't. But play no judgment that. if you are in the streets. Enjoy the streets, okay. girl. <laughs> I was never in the streets or anything like that. But I wasn't doing enough, mm. and I feel like having a child gave me that fire, that extra motivation yeah. to do more, to be more in all areas of my life. Wow. I love that. That's so why I want to have a baby. Not yet. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are like, don't have a, ba- a baby um, to have a purpose. Like you have to have a purpose before you have a child. But then I hear from so many mothers that are like, my baby gave me a purpose. And I'm like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, I want that drive of like, I want to be the best version of myself for this human. I want to give them the best. I want them to be the best. And I just, I love that. 
So look out for baby Sam coming in <laughs> soon. <laughs> it's cool. I'll be here. I'll be ready to babysit. I have a village ready. Exactly. exactly. Auntie Let Hawa me. here yes. for third shift. <laughs> Who's next? And I'm cousin next. Amina here for second <laughs> shift. <will> she's <laughs> gonna be grown. grown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, have being a mom, it's just like having that responsibility mm-hmm. of somebody else looking up to you and you just don't wanna mess up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's do you like, think it's different because it's also a girl versus a boy, or do you think it would have been the same? I think it would have been the same mm-hmm. for me. I mean, I don't know because um, I don't have a son. So yeah. I don't know if it's different. But, like, the bond me and Amina have is, like, everything, you mm-hmm. know. She likes the same things I like, you mm-hmm. know. She enjoys makeup. So we're able to do little things like that that I know makes her happy. And, like, I can find a way to make it our time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Being so busy, sometimes I feel like I feel bad. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, oh, I'm putting in all these hours. I'm not spending time with you. So, like, every little change I get, I try to, like, make it a moment. Yeah, to be present. To be present. It can be really hard, especially if you're a business owner because you're constantly working and having a nine-to-five on top of that. You know, it's hard to balance it all, but it's all about effort and being intentional. And she knows. And she knows. Yeah. How how are you teaching her as a little girl to be like confident and to love herself? Is this something that you just lead by example or are you like having conversations with her around it? What does that look like? Yeah, so we actually have affirmation cards. Oh, so I love like that. Yeah, so like in the morning we'll have like an affirmation cards. We'll go through, I am beautiful, mm-hmm. I am kind, you know, whatever word it is, once a day, we will go through them and actually practice because whatever you pour into them mm-hmm. is what they'll get out. Absolutely. So yeah. we talk about these things. Um, when she feels her prettiest, like she she likes her makeup done, mm-hmm. you know, she's a little bougie five year old from oh like Starbucks, gosh. by the way. I love and I'm it. like, who are you? <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. So so like things like getting her nails done make her feel good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so yeah. we talk about like when your nails are do- not done, you still feel pretty, you know? And she says she does, you know? So that makes oh, me feel good. Yeah. So it's just practicing and like being intentional about it and pouring into her, hyping her up, you know, making her feel good about herself. Yeah. So I think it's about being intentional. And also leading by example. I think you're a great example for not only like self-love, but also like serving others and being Mm -hmm. kind to others. And I feel like she probably learns a lot just from watching you be um, because you really don't have to try. You are that person. Like that's literally your essence. I just sometimes I look at you and I'm like, what? How? Okay. (laughs) And it's so hard sometimes like because it's just how i am you know yeah. what i mean we and the world needs more people like you honestly <laughs> so i'm truly grateful for a soul like yours because you are really one in a million it's very hard Thank because you. you've been through a lot of stuff but you've never you haven't let life harden you and you are very resilient 
And so I just, I admire that and I definitely applaud that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I am grateful for. I definitely have been through a lot, you know, you know, um, but I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I just have this whole positive outlook in life. I feel like whatever happens, it was meant to happen, you know. I'm not going to let that stop me. Um, just find the lesson in it, mm-hmm. apply it, and move on. Have yes. you always been like that, or is this something that you develop? I actually have always been like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes. It, it's easy to be that way with others. Mm-hmm. But with yourself, sometimes it's kind of hard because I feel like I'm hard on myself. Mm. Certain things I just like, like, for example, you wanting to do something, I could give you all the encouragement, you know, Mm. I can help you get there. And then for me, it's like, girl, why aren't you doing this yet? You know what I mean? Instead of just appreciating where I am. We're not as gentle with ourselves as we are with other people. That's very true. And as I was even driving home from the dog park and feeling what I was feeling, this um, psychologist that I follow called Nicole, the holistic psychology, she sent a text that said, when you judge yourself like a critical parent, forgive yourself. Then become the wise, loving parent who reminds yourself you are so, so loved. And for me personally, a lot of my criticism towards myself comes from criticism that I've heard from others Mm -hmm. as a child growing up. um, You're too this, you're too loud, you're too opinionated, you're Mm -hmm. disobedient, you're too tall, you're too fat, you're too... Like a lot of those voices are voices that came from people whose approval that I was seeking. Mm -hmm. Therefore, as an adult, I internalized those voices and started speaking to myself in that manner. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also a part of that self-love journey is like you learn to love yourself. You also learn to like parent yourself mm-hmm. like the parent that you wish you had. Like the parent that was gentle with you, like the parent that was kind and compassionate and empathetic and knew how to like soothe you and take care of your emotions. So I think that's one thing like that you just mentioned. I think it's really important to extend grace exactly uh, exactly what i was gonna say extend extend yourself the grace that you would give to others absolutely yeah yeah but even more like we were mentioning earlier you're a business owner so how did you where did you find the confidence girl to just be like you know what i'm gonna do this i'm gonna launch this business and you didn't go the traditional route either like you didn't get a degree for it. So w- tell us a little bit about that journey into starting your business and what that looked like. Yeah, so that that was it was an interesting journey because um first of all, I am a risk taker. I'm mm. I'm a, I'm a safe player. I like to play things safe. Mm-hmm. But at the same time if I believe in something and I put my mind towards that thing, mm. I'm going to do it. You're a go-getter. I'm going to go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting a business was always something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just always afraid. Like, of? what if I don't succeed? You know, 
just putting myself out there, taking that very first step was mm. the hardest thing for me. Yeah. And I'm sure you can say the same. That's I the hardest part of it. We wait yeah. for this perfect moment that never comes. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to jump and learn how to fly. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that was like one of the hardest things um, on my journey. But once I started things just started happening um but i think i'm skipping a little (laughs) (laughs) yeah take it back ma'am we need we need the bones of the structure okay 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 so for me for example with credit repair growing up my parents didn't teach me about credit Mm -hmm. they didn't talk to me about finances how to manage your finances or why credit is important you know so I, along with millions of people who just don't know better. Especially um, immigrants. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because we don't talk about these things at home. And two, the school system doesn't teach us these things. Uh, Right. So by the time you start to think, let me go learn about credit, you already messed up your credit. Right. In college with everybody (laughs) offering you credit cards. Like those people are predators for real. For sure. Yeah. And there's no instruction. There's no manual. It's like figure it out yeah. and you'll be lucky if your parents taught you how but in most cases our parents didn't teach us so it's right. like oh I, I got extra money you look at credit card like extra money and you student swipe, loans swipe, swipe, swipe. And taking out extra Lord. and it's crazy to me in this country how they can approve you for a fifty thousand dollar student loan to get you in debt, right. but they cannot approve you for a $2,000 loan to start a business. Right. You do not have good credit. It's a setup. It's a setup. They want us to fail. Right. So for me, I have made my own credit mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was swiping them cards, <laughs> like swiping the swiper. <laughs> And then I had like some collections, Mm. um, things like that. So when I had my daughter, like I said, that that fire in me just kind of woke up. Like, Mm -hmm. girl, you need to get your life together. I had no savings at the time. Mm. I was working, living paycheck to paycheck, Mm. bad credit, just just a whole. It's all bad. All around bad. All around bad. So she was my motivation to get my ish together. Yeah. So it started with me just like researching, okay, how do I fix my credit? So I started learning credit laws. Um, I le- got into like credit Facebook groups, um, just trying to figure out ways to clean up my mess basically yeah. and get myself together so that I can provide for my child and just be in better shape because credit is one of those things you don't want to be in a position where you don't have it but need it. Right. You always want to be in a position where you have it and don't need it. So um, figured out, learned the credit laws, credit system. So I was actually able to take my credit score from like the 540s mm. to a 740 in just a oh, matter wow. of like six months. Wow. So from there, I'm like, I just was so passionate. Like, mm. oh my gosh, this was a game changer for me going from denied, denied, denied to okay, I'm getting a pre approvals. Yeah. Exactly. I'm and the thing that they tell you about credit is that it's so hard. It's so easy to lower it, but so hard yeah. to increase, which is such a myth, I feel like. 
I feel like if you have the knowledge, then you can do it. Then you can do it. It's harder to bring it back up, but it's not as impossible as a lot of people make it seem. It's really not. And I'll tell you how, you know, how you can get your credit score from where I was to wherever you're trying to go. Mm. Um, So once I was able to improve my credit, I just seen like my life dramatically change. Mm. You know, I'm in a position now to get approved for whatever I want. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm Mm. talk your shit, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Like It's like, who gonna check me now? Who gonna deny me? Deny or where? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so learning, learning the credit laws, learning how to maintain my credit, and just getting passionate about it. So from there, I started helping like coworkers because mm-hmm. I get so excited. People bring up the word credit. I'm like, oh my gosh, let me help you. Let me oh, help you. You know. Yeah. So um, I started, and my ex, I started helping his credit. So it just became a thing where people are like oh, you should go talk to Howard. And, like, I just started giving free advice and yeah. helping people. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, why don't I really do this? Because I feel like I can touch more lives. Um, I can make a bigger impact. So I that's kind of that. how my journey started with credit. It took mm. me messing up my credit, fixing my credit, learning from my mistakes, and just being able to give that same um that's the word I'm looking the for. The same helping hand <laughs> to other people. Yeah. To other people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you were passing on the knowledge that you were acquiring. Exactly. And and it was so hard in the beginning because you don't we don't have people to go to. Like it's not like I could go to my mom, like, Hey, can you teach me about credit? Right. She doesn't know, right? So me getting that knowledge is like, how do I pass this on to my community? So that's kinda how I started this Instagram page, just giving tips. Um, then created a TikTok, which mm-hmm. kind of blew up. <laughs> Just Look at that tips. alignment, sis. I, I really think it's because you're walking in your purpose and yes. your intention is to serve and to help. And that's why the doors open for you as easily as they do. Oh my that's gosh, God's that's, favor on your life for sure. Like literally I do free consultations and like just being able to give one piece of advice that somebody else can apply to their credit journey and like improve it. Mm. That, that makes me fulfilled. Yeah. I just find so much joy in doing that. Um, but yes, so that's, that's kind of how I started. And then, even when I was starting, I think I had, like, that conversation with you guys once, and, like, I never talked about it. I just kind of mm-hmm. popped out. <laughs> you you moved in silence, for sure. I moved in silence What was that, like, time. final push where you were like, all right, I'm going to start the company? Uh, I actually started the company a year before I officially launched. Okay. That's the thing. So, like, the whole time I'm sitting there waiting for this perfect moment. Yeah. And I'm like, this perfect moment is not coming. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have everything in order. I got my LLCs. I have the knowledge. I have the systems. I'm literally paying for softwares and things like that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I wasn't feeling ready to just take that jump. Yeah. And one day I just woke up like, you know what? Today is the day. Yeah. I am going to upload this flyer. I am going to make this first post. Mm-hmm. And this was it. Um, and as soon as I made that post, I just received so much support on social yeah. media. From people who I don't even know on a personal level. And wow. that's the power of just social media and putting yourself out there. Right. You know? 
Um, and from there, it's just been amazing ever since. And I love that. Thank you for yes. sharing that journey with us. I think for me, what I pull from it in relation to self-love is also like belief in self. Like you mm-hmm. have to really believe in yourself to follow your dreams to take that jump you have to believe that you have the possibility of succeeding Mm -hmm. right um and that's what pushes you to be like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do this because when you don't bet on yourself when you feel like you're just gonna fail when you feel like you're just gonna Mm -hmm. be a failure you're gonna be very stagnant as well so yeah that's so true and i think i had to change my mindset Mm. to like okay why would you fail? What if you succeed? Change right. my mindset from instead of what if I fail to what, what if, if I you succeed? succeed? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we have to get into the habit of doing. How can we take that negative mindset that we have and turn it into something positive? Right. And you'll see a different result. Absolutely. Ugh. Oh, love it, y'all. This is this is one of my girls. Like, this is my friend. So I'm just again so honored to have you on the podcast and share you with the world. You know, I'm surrounded by some amazing people, and Hawa is one of them. Before we end the show, though, we're gonna definitely give you the contacts to reach out to Hawa because she does do free consultations. So this week for the self-care tip, we're gonna give you some tips to credit repair Mm -hmm. um because we believe that financial literacy is important in Mm -hmm. in life in succeeding in life and also building generational wealth um so yeah how i take it away what are some tips that you can give our listeners yeah so i have five tips to improve your credit i'm actually writing an ebook that's going to come out okay soon. coming a soon book a free ebook free. this is how much i want to give back Aww. and pour into others that's awesome and i feel like knowledge is one of the reasons most people don't have good credit if you yeah. have the knowledge you actually apply what you learn yeah. you can have good credit you can take yours from the low 500s to the 750s in a matter of months yeah you can do it so I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek. You guys should follow my Instagram so you can get a copy of it whenever it comes out. Exclusive on the exclusive. podcast. Yes. We're giving an exclusive of the ebook that's coming, y'all. So <laughs> tune in. Pay attention. Okay. So when it comes to credit, I feel like the biggest thing is understanding how your credit score is calculated. Mm-hmm. When you have the formula, you can use that to your advantage. So, as we know, your credit score ranges from 300 to 850. The higher your credit score, the more likely you are to get approved for loans and credit cards with the best interest. So, as it comes to understanding how your credit score is calculated, 35% of your credit score is attributed to how you're paying your bills. So, paying your bills on time is huge. That's 192 points. Mm-hmm. Um, credit utilization, this is how you use your credit cards. This is how much your credit card limit is versus what you're using from that available limit. So that portion is 30% of your credit score. That's 165 points. Mm -hmm. And keeping your credit utilization under 30% is going to improve your credit score. But if you want even better credit, keep it under 10%. 
And I know credit cards, as we talked about earlier, this is Ooh. one thing we don't talk Swipe about. Swipe or no swiping. Swipe or no swiping. So it's important to understand your credit card is a tool for you to build credit. It's not extra money. Because <laughs> well, nine times out of ten, you're that's the key interest. right there. It's not extra money. <laughs> it's not extra money. You're paying interest to these companies, making them richer. Mm. Um, so if you're watching this and you don't have a credit card, you need to get one because you're essentially giving up 30% of your credit score simply by not having a credit card. Because oh, I wow. know growing up, my mom was always scaring me, like, stay away from credit cards. They're bad. They're the devil. Right. But in reality, if you use it properly, you can actually use your credit card to help you build credit. Mm-hmm. Um, the third category is credit age. This is how long you have accounts open. This is 15% of your credit score. The longer you have an account open, the better. There's a train. Do you want me to like? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, it's kind of loud. <laughs> but I'll wait. Okay, go ahead. It's still going though. Really? Yeah, better though okay okay so i forgot what i was credit age the longer your credit history the better so when you apply for new credit that shortens your credit age so you gotta be careful with how often you're opening up new accounts mm. um the fourth category is your credit mix so lenders want to see that you're responsible and you can handle a variety of accounts so they want to see that you have loans as well as credit cards. This is 10% of your score. So you want to have a mixture of credit cards and loans. So loans can be anything like car loans, student loan, home loan, personal loan, mm. any type of loan. So your profile has to have both for it to give you the full 10%. Mm. Um, the fifth category is your credit inquiry. So this is how often you're applying for new credit. So you know when you go to that Target store, they offer you ten percent off. Yes, I'm you like, no, 10%. don't talk to me. <laughs> yes, that's the energy. So the way it works is when you pull your own credit report, that's a soft pull. That doesn't hurt your credit score at all. But anytime you let a company run your credit, that's a hard pull. So mm-hmm. that will drop your credit score, and it stays on your credit report for two years, whether you get approved for it or not. Wow. So you want to limit how much you're applying for credit, especially if you know your credit is not good. Don't apply because you're just going to have unnecessary inquiries on your credit report. Mm-hmm. So these are five simple ways you can improve your credit score today. Just look at your credit report, understand how your credit score is calculated, and apply some of these tips. And if you guys want to know more or you need extra help, maybe you have collections on your credit report. Where do we go, Howell? Where where we go when we need help? Where? (laughs) Just follow my Instagram. It's at NewHorizonsFS. And you can book a free consultation. Or you can go through my videos. I have a bunch of tips to help you improve your credit. Mm -hmm. On Um, Instagram. What's your Instagram again? It's at New Horizons FS. FS. Okay. Same thing. And (laughs) TikTok? TikTok is underscore Hawa Ba. H-A-W-A-B-A-H. 
and I'll have all this information in the description box as well so you guys can reach out how has been helping me with my own credit so that's been a great help we're working on it <laughs> we growing working, we moving slowly but surely yes. but um thank you so much again for joining me i'm so happy thank you i hope this episode serves as inspiration for everybody um in terms of self-love and their journey with self-love as well as their journey to financial freedom and we'll catch you guys next week Thank you guys for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram. Write us an email. And with that being said, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.